Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Minding My Own Mind. This is Michelle. Thanks for tuning back in. Today, we're going to be talking about overcoming the fear of asking for help. And a lot of people have this issue with the way they perceive what it means to ask for help and how others are going to perceive them if they do ask for help. And so today, today, excuse me, today, I want to go through why we feel those ways and a few ways that may help you in changing your mindset towards asking for help so that you know how to ask for help more in the future and that you can do it with do it from a clearer space. And so first let's talk about different steps, different things you can do just to start with. First is to Figure out what your actual issue is within that situation. Why are you not wanting to ask for help? So acknowledge that you have some kind of fear of something that will happen if you ask for help. What is the thing that's going to come up? What are the feelings that are coming up? So is it that you're scared of people thinking less of you? Is it that you're scared you're going to inconvenience people? Is it that you're scared that people won't respect you as much if you ask for help? What is the main reason? What is that negative consequence that you think is going to happen if you ask for help? And I know some people who are not yet self-aware enough or not even vulnerable enough with themselves yet can admit that there is always some kind of underlying fear because that's the only reason that you would not do something. So what is the thing that is stopping you from asking for, for help? After you know that, acknowledge it because by acknowledging it, you can actually move past it. You can work to move past it. Then what you're going to want to do is identify what you actually need. So what is it that you actually need help with? Get really clear on that because it'll make it a lot easier for you to, one, move past the fear and also get what you're asking for. Do you know exactly what you need? It's a lot easier to ask for it. For example, I know that let's go with dating. There are a lot of people who might be in relationships and what they actually need is just attention, but they're doing all these other things. And when you can ask very clearly for what you need, then it's a lot easier to give it to you. And I know some people are not yet at the stage in life where they can just say, hey, I need attention. And of course, this doesn't always necessarily work when you're not in a relationship with someone, but it is something to ponder what do I really need right now? And why do I have such trouble asking for it? Okay. I'm scared to feel vulnerable, but what I really want is attention from my partner. Then you can proceed in trying to figure out how you're going to ask for that. Another thing could be if you are needing help from some colleagues, this happens often with work situations where we may feel the fear of being seen as less by our colleagues, being seen as incapable by the people we work with, being seen as incompetent because we needed help, being seen as unable to do the work at the capacity that we should be doing it at, and being seen as someone who can't do everything. But the reality is you're not supposed to be doing everything. If you're a manager, you're supposed to be delegating. If you are a worker, you're supposed to be doing your job. 
look at what your actual fear is and then look at what you actually need. So if you need help at work, let's say you need help at work with taking on, because you took on too much, right? This is very common where you took on everything because you couldn't say no. And learning to say no is an entire different episode, but today we're going to be talking about asking for help. And when you have taken on so much and now you are like, oh my God, I have so much to do. I need help. There's probably someone who is supposed to be helping you that you are scared to ask. Maybe there is another worker. Maybe you have taken on someone else's work. Maybe you've just overfilled your own plate instead of saying, hey, no, I can't do these things. But in any case, in order for you to become the best worker you can be in that situation, you have to ask for help. And here's another next step that will help you with that. Choose the right person. Choose the right person to ask for help. Not everyone is the person you need to ask for help, right? And we all know this. If you ask the wrong person for help, it becomes worse than it was prior to asking for help. So ask the right person. Find the person who is going to make your situation easier. The point in asking for help is to make your situation easier. So if, which can very easily happen, if the person you were going to ask is going to make it worse for you, then don't ask them. (laughs) Find someone else or another thought, ask them to help with something different than the main thing you needed help with. If this is your only option, of course. So say you're in a work situation or you're in a situation with your business where you need some assistance, you need to be able to delegate delegate certain parts to other people because you can't do all of it. And what you really need is someone to do the, I don't know, some administrative task. And what you realize is the per- the only person available to you in this moment, let's say you don't have time to go find and search for the perfect candidate, but you need some help in this moment. The only person who can do that cannot help you with the thing you actually need, which would be the administrative task, but they can help you with bookkeeping. Okay. Don't give them the administrative task. Give them the thing that will make your life easier, which will be no longer dealing with the invoicing because that's giving you more energy and attention to put into the thing that you really need help with. If they can somehow do that, that's great. But if it's going to be that you're using someone who could do invoicing for the administrative task and they need so much help from you that they're no longer assisting you, well, now it's just worse overall. So make sure you're asking the right person. When you're hiring people, hire them for the exact thing that you need. And when choosing what you're going to have need help with, choose the thing that will benefit you the most. So is it a way of saving time? Do you need time? So you need someone to take off your plate, the thing that takes up the most time from you? Or is it that you need more mental space so that you can function and show up appropriately without having to stress over certain things? An example for me was I had a graphic designer because I hated trying to figure out things on Canva. If you don't know what Canva is, it's this graphic design tool where you can like create your things like your Instagram post or PDFs or whatever it may be. I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not artistic in that way. So for me, it would stress me out even if it was something 
very simple. So I would rather outsource that to someone who can do that easily and make sure you're hiring the right person. I'm going to outsource that to do get someone who can do that easily so that it relieves my mental space and my time, because even if the task was simple, it was taking me forever to do it because of the mental load I had from it. By outsourcing that, it made everything else much easier for me to handle. And so I didn't feel stupid because I outsourced that. I felt great because I outsourced that because it was a smart and efficient use of my resources, correct? This is the same way you should be looking at the times you need help in your regular life. So you can also look at needing to plan something for your friends or needing to do something in your regular life with your kids, with your family, with your partner, whatever, choose the right person to help you. And it doesn't make you weak. It makes you more efficient. Instead of planning the weekend and not delegating any tasks to anyone that is coming to your event, to your party, to your dinner party or whatever, instead of building stress and projecting that stress onto everyone who is going to show up, ask for help. Be Keep it easy. Ask for help. Most of your friends who are coming to that party are like, yeah, I'll come help. Yeah, I'll come help. If it's new people and you don't feel like asking them for help, ask for help from the people you do know. Ask for your friends. If you're having a dinner party with another couple, ask your partner to help you. There's no reason your partner should not be helping you. That's smart and efficient use of your resources. So it's not only in business, but it's also in your personal life as well. I see a lot of um, executives and professionals having issues with this because they'll take that same mentality. I'm going to not say no at work and bring it home where they're not saying no either. No, delegate in the same way. Make sure you're choosing the right kid to do the right chore. Make sure you're choosing the right friend to bring the right things observe who's responsible for what and communicate. Be very clear and direct when you're communicating. This will help so much when asking for help because then the other person knows exactly what to expect and what you're expecting from them. And then it's also easier because you can see very clearly how you communicate it to that person and if it was clear or not. You can't force people to do things, but your issue most of the time when asking for help is that you don't feel you're worthy of receiving the help or you don't feel that the other people can do it as well as you. So don't give them the things that are super duper important or choose the right person for the right task. Be clear and don't beat around the bush. Don't hit it what you need, say directly. You can say it nicely, but you can be direct about, this is exactly what I need. And then the person can respond accordingly, correct? After people help you, express gratitude. Say thank you. Say thank you, y'all. Say thank you. Because someone else has now done something for you. And I know sometimes in work situations, we can think, oh, but they, they, they're supposed to do that. They're supposed to do that. And some cultures have this concept of you don't say thank you because that's what you're supposed to do terrible idea. Don't do that. Say thank you. Show your appreciation for people, for your friends, for whatever, because one, you should. And two, it feels nice. It feels good to you and to them. And it isn't showing gratitude doesn't definitely doesn't make you weak. Showing gratitude is also showing that person like, hey, 
we might not be friends. We might be coworkers, but I appreciate you helping me out on this or thanks for this. Now, if they did, if they're spiting you, if they're doing bad things to you, of course, you don't have to express gratitude for that. But for the things that they did do for you that were beneficial, that were helpful, make sure to say, say thank you. Asking for help is a natural part of life, okay? And you have to stop always thinking that you're an inconvenience to the other person. This is where you have to get your self-worth and also just realizing all the things that you've made up in your head. So I talk about anxiety and some people get a lot of anxiety when it comes to thinking about, oh my God, I'm going to have to ask for help. They're going to, I don't want to be an inconvenience. Tell me how you're being an inconvenience. One, you should stop thinking everyone who asks you for help is inconveniencing you because you're probably reflecting that back to yourself, but also see it as a way of allowing that person to show up for you. And this is the thought process you should especially use when it's coming to your friends to your partner, to family, whomever it may be, see it as I'm giving them this opportunity to show up for me. And it's not always going to be family and friends. For example, I had a friend who she's very successful and she is doing her MBA and she needed recommendation letters. And she was feeling conflicted about asking for them and kept putting it off. And I'm like, okay, why are you putting it off? And It's because in a way she felt like those people admire me. If I go ask them for this, they might think less of me. And of course she didn't say that directly, but that's what was concluded when we kept continue trying to dig deeper into why are you unable unable to ask them? And then I had to reframe it to see it as those people are going to feel honored that you asked them for that. If they really respect you and admire you in the way that you're saying, they're going to be excited to help you because when you've given to others, people are excited to give back to you. Think about when someone keeps serving you and serving you and serving you, and then they ask you for one thing and you're like, oh, absolutely. If you really care, of course, if they don't care, well, I can't, I'm not here to talk to you about who does and does not care about you, but you also can't say that this is a defining factor of whether they care about you or not. However, I can say most people who do care about you will be very happy to show up for you. And they love that you give them the opportunity to show up for them. Think about this from the opposite end. When your friends really need you, if they chose you to call, aren't you happy? Aren't you like honored that your friend chose you to call? Like, hey, I'm in this position, whether it's mentally, I feel really nice actually when my friends choose that they want to share their vulnerabilities with me. They're not offloading on me. They are just asking for my help, for me to listen, whatever it may be. And I feel honored because I know that they are entrusting themselves in that situation with me and I'm happy to help them. So that this will be the case for you as well. When someone who has done a lot for you asks you for something, you're like, absolutely. I've, I've been waiting for a way to pay you back. It's just like asking for someone for reviews for your business or whatever it may be. When you've given a lot to someone, they're excited to give back to you in the same way that when someone's given a lot to you, you're excited to give back to them. So I hope this can help you to one, just reframe the way you're thinking about asking for help. And then to also take that chance on asking for help, take a deep breath, 
acknowledge what you're actually scared of, identify what you actually need, choose the right person, be clear and direct when you're communicating with them. This is very important. Express gratitude when they have done the thing for you, even if they didn't do it exactly the way you want they still chose to give you some kind of time and energy. So you can still be grateful for that without needing to proceed. You can be grateful while not needing to proceed. And realize that we all need assistance. You weren't meant to do everything in this life alone. And it is really, let me tell you, it is really amazing. It is really amazing that there are moms who are doing it all on their own, that there are people who are like, I got myself here all on my own. That is not to be discounted, but that does not mean you have to do that and have to think that way for the rest of your life. If there is one thing I learned, because I used to also be someone who I'm independent. I can do everything on my own. Yeah. Just because I can, doesn't mean I want to. Hello. Just because I can, doesn't mean I want to. So yes, it is amazing to know that I'm a strong woman and I can do all these things on my own. But one of the best things I ever learned in the past years was to allow people to help me. And it also makes me feel more loved. And I repeat this, it will make you feel more loved the more you allow the right people to help you because they are excited to come do things for you. I'm excited to go help them and they are excited to come help me. So allow people to show up for you. Communicate clearly, be grateful. And you can know that you are a strong person and that you've gotten this far, but that does not mean that you have to stay that way and live in the past. And it feels good to let people help you when you do it right. So if you have any more questions on that, let me know. I'm going to be talking more about this in the future. Have a wonderful week. I'm going to be launching a new audio course on reframing. So be sure to look out for that. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye.